How's it going guys? We have a past level question for step one pharmacology as well as for internal medicine for 2CK. Some very high yield points I'll whip through here. So before we get started, please subscribe to my channel. I really appreciate it. Give the video a like. I really appreciate it. Find me on Instagram at melman underscore medical. M-E-H-L-M-A-N underscore medical. The link's down below. Find me on Telegram. The links to the Telegram group and channel are down below. Now start the clip. 23-year-old woman, rural California. She's found unconscious beside a bottle of fluid. Physical exam shows increased salivation, acromation, diaphoresis. Question wants to know the mechanism of action for the best initial treatment for this patient. What else can that also treat? Okay, so this is organophosphate poisoning. We're handing you the diagnosis. Organophosphates are cholinesterase inhibitors. So cholinesterase, enzyme in the synaptic cleft, breaks down acetylcholine. Well, if you inhibit that, you're going to have too much acetylcholine. You're going to have procholinergic effects, okay? Promuscarinic effects, which refers to dumbbells, diarrhea, urination, meiosis, which is pupillary constriction, radycardia, uh, neuromuscular excitation, lacrimation, salivation, sweating. Okay, so this is procholinergic. We're handing you that diagnosis here. So let's just whip to the answer choices. So we'll go backwards. Choice E, stress incontinence, wrong fucking answer. We do not use drugs to treat this. Exceedingly high yield, also notably for 2CK, OBSGYN. Okay, no drugs for stress incontinence. This is going to be weakened pelvic floor muscles, treat with pelvic floor exercises, aka Kegel exercises. Rarely mid-urethral sling can be done if Kegel exercises are insufficient. Multi-parity, grand-parity, risk, major risk factor for stress incontinence. Wrong fucking answer. Choice D, overflow incontinence due to BPH, wrong answer. So you have somebody wants you to know, you give finasteride or an alpha blocker, alpha one blocker. Okay. So finasteride inhibits five alpha reductase conversion of testosterone to DHT because DHT normally stimulates growth of prostatic tissue. And then alpha one blockade, tamzulosin teresosin notably has effects on prostatic tissue slash internal sphincter of the bladder can relieve constriction of the internal sphincter, help mitigate the compression essentially by the BPH wrong fucking answer. Choice C, essential tremor, wrong answer. So this would be normally treated with beta blockade. So uh, propranolol, classically, essential tremor, autosomal dominant, bilateral, uh, resting tremor in a young patient. You can also use propranolol as per my observation for just general idiopathic tremor, even alcoholic tremor on US simile. There's a question on one of the clinical master series forms for 2CK where they give alcoholic tremor, answer is propranolol. And that confuses some students because they're like, oh, I thought that was for just like a central tremor. It's like, well, not my fucking opinion. It's on the NBME exam. Okay, CMS is NBME. So you can also just use propranolol in general for idiopathic or even alcoholic tremors. Wrong fucking answer. Choice B, diabetic neurogenic bladder. Wrong answer. So this is going to, the treatment for this is going to be bethanacol, muscarinic receptor agonist. So when you have neuropathy due to diabetes doesn't just affect peripherally sensation, but can affect the GI tract, cause diabetic gastroparesis, can affect the bladder, cause a hypotonic detrusor muscle. So you get overflow incontinence. Okay, so you treat this with bethanacol, just stimulates the detrusor muscle. Wrong fucking answer. Should I say acute dystonia? Correct answer. So when, so we treat organophosphate poisoning with atropine, Okay, which blocks muscarinic receptors, followed by pralidoxime. In that order, pralidoxime regenerates acetylcholinesterase. Okay, so organophosphates are acetylcholinesterase inhibitors, and 
the phosphate group is going to be kicked out by the pralidoxime, but they want you to know specifically atropine first, followed by pralidoxime. So acute dystonia, classically due to antipsychotics, this can be treated with benztropine, which is just a straight up muscarinic receptor antagonist. It can also be treated with first generation histamine 1 receptor blockers such as diphenhydramine, chlorpheniramine, okay? Exceedingly high yield for USMLE that you know that. Okay, so for example, patients start an antipsychotic and then within hours to days, it gets muscular rigidity without the fever because if we have a fever with rigidity, okay, neuroleptic malignant syndrome, dantrolene inhibits ryanodine channel, fine, separate discussion. But if they tell you rigidity, no fever, or they tell you, e.g. torticollis, which is a stiff, crooked neck. That's acute dystonia due to antipsychotics. And you need to give a muscarinic receptor antagonist, okay? Cholinergic antagonist. And benztropine, as I just fucking said, high-yield drug, or diphenhydramine chlorpheniramine, H1 first-generation blockers that have nasty anticholinergic side effects, which in this case actually help the acute dystonia. So atropine, which blocks muscarinic receptors for organophosphate toxicity, well... Benztropine and diphenhydramine chlorpheniramine also block muscarinic receptors. Okay, well, that's the reason that this is an important point to discuss here because it's all over the NBME exams. You know the deal. I'm going to make more content. If you like my stuff, subscribe to my channel. And I appreciate your time. That's it.